Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Hello mga kabayan at manigong bagong taon. This is the Greener Side Podcast and can I say thank you for choosing to be with us at the start of the year. We are your guide to all things immigration and we are here to help you with your goal of moving overseas. So let me start off by saying that many of us have had the chance to travel at ang isa sa ating mga top considerations parate when planning a trip is how much budget we have and how much money we have to have. Most, if not all the time, may kaakibat na gastos ang travel. At baka naisip ninyo na travel for leisure pa lang magastos na, so papano pa kaya kung balak mong mag-migrate? Saving to migrate is a different story altogether because apart from your pocket money, you will have to pay for other things such as visa fees, medical exams, show money sa embassy, etc., And it might seem like an unsurmountable challenge, but fear not, because it is totally achievable. And this is what we are going to talk about today. Here with us is the host of the 80% podcast, Fitz Villafuerte. Hi Fitz, and welcome to The Greener Side. Hello Kring, and uh, hello sa lahat ng listeners natin. And uh, thank you for inviting me here. I'm excited to share my stories and tips sa ating mga kababayan. Mm-mm, thank you so much Fitz. So Fitz, before we begin, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Alright, so again, thank you Kring for inviting me. My name is Fitz Villafuerte. So F-I-T-Z, it's a common mistake na Fritz yung tinatawag sa akin. So if you call me Fritz, <laughs> hindi kita papansinin. So it's just Fitz, <laughs> F-I-T-Z. And I'm a registered financial planner by profession. So kung may sakit ka, you go to a doctor for a medical consultation. But ang, kung ang may sakit sa'yo ay yung wallet mo, Then you go to a registered financial planner like me for a financial consultation. And of course, I have my podcast, The 80% Podcast, where I talk about personal finance and even investments, insurance, anything about money. So I have my own financial planning firm, which is called Wealth Archie. And of course, I have a content network. So yun yung usong-usong ngayon, no? pagiging content creator. So I also... I uh, have a YouTube channel, I have a blog, I am active on social media because this is my way of paying it forward uh, because I have an advocacy of uh, financial literacy and financial education for Filipinos. So that's me. Wow. And yes, financial education, which not a lot of Filipinos have access to. So it's great that we have avenues such as yours. So fits many Filipinos dream of moving overseas, no? But even the thought of moving overseas is quite overwhelming kasi ang daming gastos. Iniisip mo kung ano bang pagagastusan ko. 
So when it comes to moving overseas, what should be top of mind regarding finances? Well, I, I like what you said na kapag magta-travel ka abroad, even for just a vacation, you have to consider the expenses that you'll incur. I think it's very similar to moving overseas. Mas marami lang. I remember na yung isa kong friend who moved to Singapore for good kasi nakahanap ng love life sa Singapore. <laughs> I helped him dun sa paano mag-prepare. And it all starts with making a list. Kasi hindi natin matatandaan lahat ng kailangan natin tandaan sa utak lang natin. No? So it's really important to plan for it. Moving overseas, in the case of my friend, it took him around two years to plan for everything. Hindi ito madali or hindi ito mabilis. So you really have to sit down because you're uprooting yourself from the Philippines and moving to another country. Which means... Aside from the usual expenses that you need to save up for, yung pagbabayad uh, ng mga visa application and all of that, it's important to also have a good idea of what kind of lifestyle you'll have when you move overseas. Number one dyan is, ano na ngayon yung magiging source of income mo? Ano ba yung magiging trabaho mo ron? Are you going to immediately work? And also getting to know what kind of lifestyle that you live abroad and what is the cost of living for that. Ang recommendation ko para hindi ka kinakabahan, at least six months worth of your expenses, meron kang tabi. So at least you should save that much so that when you move overseas, hindi ka magugulat or hindi ka matatakot sa mga biglang gasos kasi I'm sure you will not be able to plan everything. There will be some unexpected expenses that will come. So at least yung six months that will allow you to settle in, allow you to take care of some of the things na hindi mo na plano or hindi mo na consider. And if ever that you're moving because uh, siguro yun nga, you found a relationship there, but uh, you still plan to look for a job. So at least you have several months to look for a source of income. It's all about imagining your life there, which will take research. That's very important. Considering magkano ba yung lifestyle na yun or magkano ba yung gagasusin ko. So have enough money saved to at least last six months. Aside from listing down all the things that you need to spend for once you start the process. So what I'm saying is plan and prepare before you even start the process of moving. No, So kasi very important that you consider as much as you can para you can focus on the completing the process and moving abroad. And of course, uprooting yourself will take a lot of ano ren mga emotional ano no requirements yes. kasi you're going to say goodbye to your friends to your family here in the Philippines etc so at least when your finances are taken care of you can focus more on that aspect diba so mm-hmm. that's what I, I i tell people and that's how i help my friend who moved to singapore ilista natin ano ba yung magiging gastos mo sang katitira magkano ba yung kuryente diyan magkano yung Grocery mo, typical grocery, etc. And you have to save because the common mistake is, ah, pagdating ko naman doon, may trabaho na ako. So, Mm-mm. yung gasos ko, kaya na sa sweldo. But that's a 
a little bit risky, it's better to have some money saved for you to survive several months. So that's my number one tip when considering your finances to moving overseas. Yes, there's always a lot of unexpected na expenses. No, I remember when I first moved to New Zealand, nag-fall through yung plans ko nung titirahan kong apartment. So I had to quickly scramble for uh, a hostel, a motel to live in for a while. So that was one of the unexpected gastoses. I think a lot of people forget that in the first few weeks or months, you will have to get uh, or spend your pocket money kasi kung wala ka pang sweldo, wala ka pang trabaho, ikukunin mo talaga doon sa sa savings mo, yung gastos mo. Mm-hmm. And fits by six months of expenses, did you mean in Philippine pesos or in the currency of the country that you are going to move to? Of course, you should save in Philippine pesos because you're still in the Philippines. But yes, you should prepare doon sa currency where you're moving to. Siyempre, there's consideration no exchange rate so that you can properly save enough money. I also want to mention na yung country na lilipatan mo, they may have different rules, I would say. Kasi I remember, siyempre dito sa Pilipinas, having a bank savings account is free. You can just open a bank account. But I remember a friend who moved to Canada Nagulat siya na merong monthly fee, yearly fee yung savings account. Why? Why are they asking me for a monthly fee to maintain a bank savings account? So mm-hmm. you should be meticulous like that. no? So get into the details of how do you set up a bank account because that's one of the first things that you should do for your finances. Set up a bank account. So ask the terms and conditions of the bank. I remember, I don't know, I think it's in Japan, uh, merong fee when you're depositing. May maganyan, eh? So note the rules of the country where you're moving into. No, So prepare enough money to survive in the currency of that country, of course, because that's uh, how you plan it. If in the Philippines, you're spending around 30,000 pesos a month, that might not be the case when you move to another country. Baka mas mataas yung cost of living nila, which means you have to save a little bit more so that when you exchange your currency to the home country that you're moving into ay enough pa rin siya. So, very mm-hmm. important yon. Yes. Hi, this is Rika. Hi, this is JC. <laughs> so, you like listening to podcasts? Try listening to ours. It's called The Hala Hala Show. Yeah, we talk about X, Y, and Z. It's called Our Lives. Yeah. Also, the trending topics, we talk about what's going on in the world, and we'll read some of your fan mail if you send it to us. Ooh, fan mail. I never thought that we would have fan mail. Yeah. But we're here with two. Yes, and <laughs> it's available wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you listen to all your favorite podcasts, to any of your Podcast Network Asia shows as well. So after listening to this one, why don't you give us a try? Please, go listen to our show, okay? Slurp on. Slurbers. <laughs> I think the best way for you, mga kabayan, to determine how much it would cost to open a bank and what the rules are is to talk to a bank representative. Marami namang banks ay merong online service. May chat box sila na pwede ninyong puntahan or you could actually email them and just schedule a talk and tell them your situation. Many of these banks are very accommodating. Here in New Zealand, I think my savings account is free. 
But when I opened an investment account, merong annual fee yun. Mm-hmm. So it pays to know the different banks in different countries and as well as yun nga, yung rates for each type of account. So mm-hmm. FITS, you have to save six months worth at least. Or hindi, para to be at safe. Least, oh, at least, sige. Yes. And sabihin natin ako ay move sa isang developed country na mataas ang exchange rate. So that would be quite a bit of Philippine pesos, quite a lot. That's right. That's so right. what are the best ways to save up money so that you would have enough to have those mm-hmm. six months? Can we talk about, like, first of all, the short term? Kung gusto ko agad-agad, umalis. So what I would advise is to compute the target amount that you need, no? So you cannot just start saving money. It's important for you to have that number because it's easier and you'll be more motivated if you have a specific amount. Let's just say you need 1 million para confidently migrate ka. Now, you have that 1 million target so you can immediately look around. The first thing that you can do is look around your house and find the things that you can sell because, Mm-mm. alam mo yun, hindi, mo, hindi naman lahat ng gamit mo, madadala mo. So, yes. that can be your seed fund, yung mga mabibenta mo sa mga gamit mo, so that you'll feel it's an immediate win towards that 1 million that you're trying to save. No, So, sell all the things that you can sell around the house. And then, if you still haven't resigned from work, of course, you can save as much as you can from your income. My usual advice is to save first before you spend. So once your income arrives, your salary arrives, immediately take a portion of it towards your savings and then budget what's left for your expenses. But I think since you're really trying to save up a big amount, see if you can save as much as 30% of your salary. If it's a little bit difficult, then you can probably try something lower, but uh, I would say 30%. Try for that goal. Also, see if you can create a source of income online. So one of the things that ha- that the internet has given us is the ability to make money online. A lot of the, not necessarily people I know who migrated, but a lot of OFWs I know, Try to find a way to earn online. They can try podcasting if they want to because it's something that you can do regardless of your location. So while in the Philippines, you started, let's just say podcasting and you started to have advertisements, some sponsors, etc. Then definitely you can continue doing that once you relocate overseas. It's a source of income that you can take with you anywhere. So try to see if there are online opportunities that you can do. Maybe try out freelancing. So the good thing about this is it's not short-term, I would say. no, It's something that you can continuously do even if you move abroad. I think those are the immediate things that you can do. Sell the stuff in your house. Immediately save a bigger portion of your income towards your savings. And try to create an online source of income. So that's the best way to save money. Mm-hmm. At saka mamalimos. <laughs> <laughs> Kung desperado ka, mamalimos ka <laughs> Charot oh. Yes, tama nga yung sinabi mo no, Na you have to have a specific uh, monetary goal Hindi pwedeng, sige, save lang ako Tapos ipon lang ng ipon without really that end amount in mind 
it really makes it so much easier to save if you have that specific goal that you are trying to get to. Like, for example, sa in my situation, when I aim to go home to the Philippines, I know that I have to save about 50,000 pesos para sa aking flights. At madaling isave yun kasi alam kong 1,500 New Zealand dollars ang kailangan ko. But mm-hmm. now that I cannot go home and I don't have a specific goal, ang hirap-hirap mag-save ngayon. <laughs> Kaya lang kita in-interview fits kasi nahihirapan akong mag-ipon. <laughs> Oo. It's really important to have that amount because okay sana kung sobra yung naipon mo when you start the process. But what if kulang? Yun yung mm-hmm. nakakainis. Kasi sayang yung momentum when you start processing your papers, when you start telling your friends, as na-realize mo, bitin pala yung pera ko na na-save. So it's really important to have that specific amount. And yeah, as you mentioned, it it gives you that motivation. For example, there's an online sale, may 10, 10, 11, 11, 12, 12, di ba? So it's always something that you can use to prevent yourself from buying something impulsively. Gusto ko bang bilhin tong sapatos na to or gusto kong mag-ipon para makapag-migrate, di ba? So it's easier to weigh your decisions na syempre lifelong dream ko yung makapag-migrate, no? Kasi mm-hmm. yun talaga yung plano ko sa buhay ko. So why would buying these shoes prevent me from doing that, no? So it will be easier for you to choose your priorities when you have a concrete goal in mind, when you have a concrete saving goal in mind. And let's say na ito nga, nag-iipon ako, how can I make my money work harder for me? Kasi pag nilagay ko lang siya sa banko, uh, mababa yung ano niya, ba? Yung return. Yes, yes. How can I make it work harder for me? Well, of course, the purpose of having a bank savings account is to simply keep safe your money in the short term. Now, if you're saving money for something that you want to use in the future, far into the future, then you have to invest it because that's the only way that you can beat inflation. Because even if you keep your money in the bank, inflation will just eat up the value. So that's why the only money that you have to keep in the bank is money that you need in the short term, probably one year's worth of your expenses. Money that you're trying to save and you're planning to use after a year or more than a year into the future, you put it in an investment and one tip that I would say is try to research and learn about investment products to the country that you're planning to move into. Of course, if you're starting the process of moving overseas, it will take you probably a year or two. So I would actually discourage you from investing that money in the Philippines because some investments, it will take time to grow. Like if you mm-hmm. invest in the stock market, minimum five years, etc. If you already have investments, then I would say it's time for you to look at its current standing. Is it a good time to redeem my investments right now? That will give you around a year or two to properly time the redemption of your investments. And then once you have your money, you can already start looking in researching for investments abroad. I think once you start the process, 
I, I'm not very sure. I guess it depends in the country and in the financial institution. Maybe you can already contact a bank representative, tell them that you're planning to move there. So you want to open a bank account there. And then you try to research on investments where you can put your money so that the moment that you move overseas, it's already planned out. So you don't have to worry about the country's inflation now eating up your money because you can immediately put it in an investment that is available to you abroad. And right now, I can honestly say investments overseas are much, much better in the Philippines. That's what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. When I, whenever I, I talk to OFWs and they ask me where to invest their money in the Philippines, we usually end up uh, talking about investments that are actually available to them overseas because, for example, they have a five-year contract in the country where they're working. I would say, oh, there's some medium-term investments available to you there. All you have to do is open an account there and it's better to just invest there rather than invest in the Philippines because you have more control, you have more access to that. I guess that's something that they should keep in mind. You're not just moving yourself physically. You're not just going overseas physically, but you're taking your money with you. So it makes sense to also know what are your options when it comes to banking and investments to the location where you're uh, going to. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yes, that's right. I didn't know this either. Before... Listening to your podcast, yeah, before I started listening to it, I always thought na, ay, yung savings ko dito sa New Zealand, kailangan ibalik ko sa Pilipinas kasi <laughs> doon ko gustong mag-invest. But it was through the 80% that I found out that it's better to invest also in accounts here in New Zealand. Yeah, I guess it depends on your situation. Uh, my assumption is you're really relocating abroad, you're uprooting yourself. But if you have family that you still plan to support in the Philippines, what I recommend is to maintain at least one bank account in the Philippines. That's where you'll remit the money. But leaving your a, a large 
portion of your money in the Philippines. I don't think that's a good idea anymore because that's your money. So that should be with you <laughs> overseas. If you need to give allowance or give money to your family here in the Philippines, then just use the bank account that you left to remit the money. But if you're just planning to work overseas, again, it depends how long for how long. The typical length of period for OFWs is around 10 years. And that's still long. So I tell them, a large bulk of the money that you'll earn overseas, it might be better to just invest it also there, wherever, wherever you're working. And then as you approach the end of your contract and you're planning to come back home for good, then it's almost the same. The reverse is true. You start to invest in the Philippines already because you're planning to come back home. But uh, in the first case where you're planning to relocate and migrate to another country, then you might as well bring your money there also. So that's what I think about that. Okay, good to note that you can save up in the Philippines and when you go overseas, when you finally achieve your dream, that's when you can start thinking about, hmm, I can, how can I make my money work harder for me as well? Mm-hmm. Fitz, we talked about how or the do's of saving up. What are some of the don'ts when you're trying to save up? First of all, don't make saving a negative experience for you. Sometimes the reason why people fail to save is they feel self-pity. So don't try to do that because what your mindset should be, you're saving because this is for your future self. What I find very motivating is you try to imagine your future self, just like how you take care of your family, how you take care of your friends. You also should take care of your future self. So it's good to imagine that future self as another person. Mm-hmm. It's actually a, a an exercise. And then you tell yourself, whenever I save, this is for that person. So once you are able to change the mindset na ay kawawa naman ako I have uh, I'm trying <laughs> I want to do this tapos hindi ko magawa kasi I need to save for the rainy days kasi yun usually yung mindset eh. I need to save up for the rainy days which I think is uh, a negative mindset kasi you're assuming that there's something bad that will happen in the future but changing your mindset to I'm saving money because this is for the good of my future self, then the conversation in your head will change and you'll be more motivated to save. So I guess that's the number one don't no, when you're saving money. A lot of our financial challenges is actually rooted to behavior. That's the, also the reason why I created the 80% because a lot of financial articles, a lot of financial advice out there is based on the technical side, the 20%, that this is how the stock market works, this is why you should invest, this is the concept of inflation, etc. But a lot of a person's financial success really depends on their mindset and the habits that they learn financially. One of the habits that I tell people is the habit of paying yourself first, as we mentioned earlier, setting aside a portion of your income immediately when you receive it for savings and then spend it. Just by following that simple rule, you don't have to think about saving anymore because you already did that at the start. Mm -hmm. Don't think of saving as a negative thing because uh, that will discourage you from saving or sustaining the habit. That's my number one don't, I guess, when it comes to saving. 
you really should make saving fun for you. That's the only way you could make it a positive experience. I would suggest that people gamify their savings, gamify their money. Think of it as a game and you are budgeting into different envelopes. Laro lang yan. Laro yang lahat ng yan. That's right. When it comes to budgeting, there's a lot of budgeting strategies out there. There's the envelope method, just like what you mentioned. There's all these apps that you can use. What I tell people is try to find which budgeting strategy, which app is fun for you to use. Because if you're forcing yourself to use an app or you're trying to do budgeting because you simply believe that this is something that what you should do, then it won't be a sustainable habit. So I agree, you can gamify there's a lot of savings challenges. Diba? May mga 52-week challenge, may mga ipon challenge that are out mm-hmm. there. So those are ways for you to make it fun because I agree, when something is fun, you tend to do it more. There are strategies for you to try when it comes to saving and budgeting that might work well for you because it's fun, it's uh, interesting. If you want a little bit of challenge, there's also some strategies out there that uh, where you need to really sometimes analyze your spending, etc. But uh, at the end of it all, what you need to remember is you're doing all of this for your own good. It's really preparing for that future where you can afford the things that you want. So it's not just preparing for the rainy day, but uh, really making sure that you will enjoy your future. Yes. You'll be able to buy the things that you want finally. Right? Yes. And don't forget that even when you're saving, you shouldn't deprive yourself. Enjoy from time to time, but never stray from the goal. Hello, fellow podcast listeners. Hi, my name is JC Tevez. Just dropping by. Uh, to say hello to you. I do have a podcast if you want to listen to it. It's called Tevez of the Best. I just talk about my own life, but you might learn something new if you stick around over there. I just try to make it relatable. So it is available wherever you listen to your favorite podcast on Podcast Network Asia or whatever you listen to. Okay. So maybe after this one that you're listening to, give this one a shot. Tevez of the Best. Thanks. And see you there later. Fitz, matanung lang kita ha. What do you think of cryptocurrencies? Is it a viable way to save up? And is it even a strategy to save up money, especially sa ating mga aspiring kabayans? Cryptocurrency, I think of it as uh, technology. It's not really a financial product right now. no. So there's a lot of speculation when it comes to cryptocurrency. And if you want to make money sa cryptocurrency, remember that it is an active source of income. So it is not a passive investment where you just put money and then you just let it sleep and you'll have more money in the future. That might come true in the far future, but right now, cryptocurrency is an active source of income. If you want to put money in there, you have to first learn or know how it works. And you have to commit the time to monitor it. For those who have some experience with cryptocurrency, they'll know that some cryptocurrencies can fall 
50% in just one day. What if that one day, nag-shopping ka, nag-travel ka, you didn't monitor the markets. Pagbalik mo, pag-uwi mo, nakita mo, half of your money is already gone. Di ba? So you have to commit the time to constantly monitor it. Understand what you're going into. I tell people, if you can explain to me how cryptocurrency work, then I, I will say that you're ready. But if you cannot understand, you're just following what other people are doing, nakikichismis ka lang sa Facebook kung ano yung binibili nilang crypto, <laughs> then that's a no for me. no. So don't go into something that you do not understand. What I want people to realize is that there are a lot of ways to make money. There are a lot of opportunities out there. You might as well choose one that you find interesting, one that you can be passionate about. Because there's no shame. Money is still money. Money that you earned and grow is still money that you can use to buy the things that you want. It doesn't really matter how you were able to earn it. It doesn't matter if you earned it from selling, buying and selling clothes. Kahit na nanggaling sa pagla-live selling mo gabi-gabi sa Facebook, okay lang yan. Pera mo pa rin yan, di ba? So, do not compare yourself with others, I would say. We can say... Kasi yung mga tao, they usually brag, no? humble brag how they earn money on social media. And right now, people who are earning a lot of money on cryptocurrency, you might be seeing them on Facebook or on social media. They don't tell you that they've been studying, they've been into crypto since 2016, since uh, the beginning. They will not talk about their struggles of understanding how Bitcoin works five, four years ago. What they are experiencing now is the fruits of their effort of studying how cryptocurrencies work. If you find cryptocurrency and monitoring the markets interesting for you, then go ahead and look into it. But if that's not your cup of tea, you're not missing out on anything. No? So there's always a lot of opportunities out there. So find one where you, you'll have fun. Find one that you'll enjoy. You'll see that it's easier to make money if you're doing something that you enjoy. If you're in a field or in an industry or in an area where you are passionate. So I'm passionate in. Mm-mm. Thank you for that, Fitz. Because the crypto market seems very appealing no kasi nga nakita natin yeah, yung post paingay lang sila ngayon <laughs> pero ang totoo oh ano ka crash siya ngayon na <laughs> that's right uh, as we are speaking it's going down but uh, you don't know next week it can suddenly go up so that's the nature of cryptocurrency kung madali kang kabahan uh, i would discourage you from going into it uh, siguro side story, I have a friend who is into real estate investing. He started into flipping properties and renovating apartments, foreclosures, etc. back in 2014. It's still what he is doing right now. So despite all these trends, tinanong ko siya, are you into crypto? Sabi niya, hindi. Kasi real estate investing works for me. It's making me money. So why should I leave something that is profitable for me? So even after all the opportunities that has gone by, diba, he still stick to the one that, number one, he enjoys. Kasi nag enjoy talaga siya na mag-ikot-ikot, tumitingin ng mga bahay-bahay. Tapos he enjoys talking to people, selling them their dream home. Para sa kanya, dun niya nakita yung kanyang passion, yung matching mm-hmm. the family 
to their dream home. So I think, sabi ko sa kanya, I think you're really meant for real estate. no? So that is uh, what he's been doing for the longest time. He has maintained his focus on that industry and he's been achieving success. So I guess that's something that we can work on na finding that niche, finding that opportunity na talagang mararamdaman na natin na uh, this is something that I want to do for a long time and then just stick to it there's again there's a lot of opportunities out there don't ever feel that you're missing out on anything no may mga maiingay lang talaga sa mm-hmm. sa facebook or sa online so those are highlight reels it's always better to focus on your dreams ano ba yung gusto mong gawin ano ba yung gusto mong mabili and then try to work on earning the money to be able to achieve your goals and it doesn't matter how you earn that money as long it, as it's legal <laughs> also mm-hmm. as legal mong na earn yon then you're good you're good mm-hmm. no or pag namalimos ka huwag kang mahiya <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i i would say yeah a lot of people who i know who try to who who are planning to work overseas and migrating overseas yeah they sometimes ask for help from their family and friends i guess there's no shame in doing that but i would say that make that as your last option mm-hmm. You know, so because of course your family and friends they they have their own finances to take care of. So, bakakamaya sinisira mo rin yung plan nila para sa buhay nila by ano by uh, borrowing money from them. So, uh, if they offer, then make sure that you pay it back sa para sa akin. So that will be part of your plan. No, so once I arrive overseas, where do I get the money to pay them back? And I would dare say na unahin natin bayaran yung mga utang natin sa mga tao kesa sa utang natin sa mga banko. Kasi yung money na hiniram natin sa mga kakilala natin, it's not just money but our relationship that's at stake. So okay lang magbayad ng extra interest sa utang natin sa banko, sa loans natin. Kasi I think the relationship is more important, di ba? So mm-hmm. unahin natin mga iniram natin sa mga kaibigan at family natin. Yun. Namamalimos ka lang, mamaya hindi mo alam, sinisira mo na pala yung pamilya ng isang mong kaibigan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oo, that's true, that's true. Mm-hmm. And it really does pay to know your skills, know what you're good at, to find out what you truly enjoy because you could actually make it a side hustle or even a full-time job and it can help you with saving up in a fun way yung hindi ka kinakabahan thank you so much fits and do you have any other advice for us for saving up well Something that we haven't mentioned yet, of course, part of growing your wealth is ensuring that you have financial protection. Yung mga insurance policies natin, mga HMO, health insurance, you have to contact your financial advisors and tell them that you're moving abroad. Because, number one, it might be an option to transfer your policy dun sa country na lilipatan mo. Kasi some insurance policies in the Philippines, they are a global multinational company. So they might be able to endorse their policy to the country wherever you're moving. Of course, very important ang financial protection, especially for the unexpected things that could happen. So at least you have life insurance, you have health insurance, HMO. So after taking care of the policies that you have in the Philippines, it's also important. The same with researching yung investments. You should also research 
kung ano ba yung mga life insurance policies, ano ba yung mga HMO, ano ba yung very important, ano ba yung health uh, program no, dun sa bansa, no? are you eligible to the health benefits of the country and Correct. how can you be eligible to that because uh, I will admit some countries they have better healthcare services they have better social services so it's important to know the benefits siguro ang lagi nilang tatandaan iba yung buhay dun sa lilipatan mong bansa so don't always assume na just because it is this way in the Philippines it's also the same abroad I would say do your research try to find Facebook groups of Filipino communities living where you're planning to move in, no? Correct. Yung friend ko, before he moved to Singapore, nag-join siya ng Facebook groups of Filipino communities living in, in, in Singapore. And tinanong niya na, ano ba yung lifestyle dyan? So, mas makakatulong sa kanila sa preparation nila. Ang mga Pilipino kasi, di ba, matulungin din in general, no? Yeah. So, just ask your question. People will answer it, no? So they will really guide you na, oh, ito gagawin mo pagdating mo dito, dito ka mamimili, dito ka mag-grocery, dito mura, dito ka magbukas ng bank account, dito ka mag-invest. Ito yung insurance agent ko, papakilala ko sa'yo. So the, those will really go a long way in helping you settle dun sa bago mong uh, residence. Yes, good point. Tamayan. It's really recommended that you go out and search for Facebook groups ng ating mga fellow mm-hmm. kababayans kasi kahit saan man sa mundo, meron 'yan. Filipinos in this and that. Filipinos in Auckland, Filipinos in New York, Filipinos in Paris, etc. Meron at meron yes, 'yan. We're all over the world. <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh, we are everywhere. So it's very easy to find information if you just look for these groups and just ask your questions. Thank you so much, Fitz. Tell us about the 80% again. Uh, tell people to uh, listen to your show. All right. So thank you, Kring, again for inviting me. And uh, I would like to invite all your listeners to check out the 80% podcast. It's available in all the major podcast platforms out there. So the 80% podcast, we talk about personal finance. We talk about the right financial habits, mindset, attitude, so that you can build your wealth properly. So it's the 80% because we focus on the behavior, which is more important than simply knowing the technical side of money. Please uh, follow and subscribe to the 80% and I hope I can be part of your learning when it comes to your personal finance. So thank you and uh, have a great day sa lahat ng mga listeners natin. Yes, and this is a good podcast to follow nitong New Year na to. If it's part of your resolutions to save up money, to grow your wealth, then the 80% podcast is one to follow. Thank you everyone for listening. If you like this show, please subscribe to our podcast or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok na may laman na sa wakas or send us an email. Or if you really love us, you can buy us a coffee. So thank you everyone again for listening. This is Kring Lakson with Fitz Villafuerte and this is The Greener Side. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. 
Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.